right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Daily Dimensions Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Smitty, back with another one, man. And I'm, I don't want to say excited. You know, normally I start these episodes and I'm like, I'm excited to talk to y'all today. I'm happy to talk to y'all today. And right now, with everything that's going on in our country, I'm kind of just here right now. Um, I'm kind of just... I'm, I'm mellow. I'm, I'm going through the motions. I'm feeling a lot of different things and I'm, I'm working through all that y'all It's just as much as y'all are probably working through a lot of this stuff too. So, uh, as it stands today is Sunday, uh, the episode will be out tomorrow. Um, and on Friday, this past Friday, the Supreme court overturned Roe versus Wade for those of you who are unfamiliar with Roe versus Wade and what came of that case. That is the Supreme Court ruling that protected a woman's right to have an abortion uh, up to the point of fetal viability, which is about 24 weeks. So what that did is made it federally across the board, no matter what state you lived in, no matter where you were, you had that right. You had that peace of mind. You had that choice. And now with it being overturned, you don't necessarily have that peace of mind. You may not necessarily have that right and you may not necessarily have that choice. So depending on which state you live in, um, I happen to live in Connecticut, Connecticut, you still have that right. You still have that choice. Um, Our governor has came out and said that he's going to continue to uphold that as long as he's in office. Um, But it's not something that's guaranteed forever. You know, you can have a new governor come into place, new leadership come into place and flip everything around. So it's not something that is protected forever even if your state does have it and that's something to be aware of it could change at any moment if people so choose to change it and go through that process of changing it but depending on which state you live in you don't have that right you don't have that choice you don't have those protections and quite honestly that's scary because there are situations where an abortion is necessary (laughs) And I may ruffle some feathers, but it's it's situations where it's necessary. It's situations where I completely understand wanting to do that, needing to do that, feeling like that's what you have to do. Um, Not everybody's situation is the same. Not everybody's belief is the same. But at the end of the day, whether I agree with you having an abortion or not, I shouldn't. I don't want to trample on your right to choose what you do with your body. Um quite similar to the vaccinations, right? With COVID and everything. I may not necessarily believe everybody needs to go get vaccinated. I may not trust the vaccine or I may absolutely love the vaccine and think it's the greatest uh, scientific feat ever. Right. But regardless of how I feel, you should have a right to choose what you're about to put in your body. You should have the right to choose what is happening in your body, what you're ingesting, what's coming out of it, what's going on with it. Because, at the end of the day, you have to live with your body. (laughs) Your body is your temple. And if you don't even have autonomy over your own physical being, what do you have control of period? You, if you, at, if you get to a point where, you know, you may not be able to control uh, laws and legislation, all these different things in your life that you may not be able to control. But the one thing you can control is your body. And once you lose the ability to even have, the right or the choice to control your body. Where are we heading? Where are we heading as a people? So uh, the Supreme Court overturned this decision, uh, undoing 50 years of progress, undoing 50 years of precedent. And is very unfortunate. It's it's sad, honestly. So what now? Uh, 
the power, like I said, is in the states. It is a state by state thing. Um, I have a friend who lives in Arkansas, and he wrote the group chat. He sent a little message to the group chat of a, a post or whatever that said, you know, healthcare providers in Arkansas, if you were to provide an abortion right now, you would get ten years in prison. <laughs> and it's is mind boggling. Something that was just the other day seen as routine, seen as a regular medical procedure, seen as something that was okay. Something that if you're in that medical field, you've probably done a number of these procedures or, or had a number of these appointments with women and families and all of these different people. Something that you've been trained to do will now get you 10 years in prison. And it's like, this is really wild. Like this is what I, let's say this is what you went to school for. This is what you trained for. This is what you undoing all of that. And now you're going to get 10 years in prison for it. That is really, it's really, it's, it's different. It's different, man. I can't even really wrap my mind around that. Like something that you do for as a part of your job, a natural part of your job is going to land you 10 years in prison. It's, it's crazy. So, um, I urge everyone. I, strongly urge everyone and i've said it on this platform before um and not to you know tell anybody how to live their life but you need to be involved in your political process heavily involved in your political process now not ever has it ever really been a time for people to say uh i'm not really into politics right i don't get into politics i don't do politics if you don't do politics, politics are going to do you, whether you vote or not, whether you write a letter to your representatives or not, whether you go out and protest or not, whether you do anything to get involved or not, you're going to be at the mercy of whatever legislation is put in place, whatever laws are put in place, whatever bills are handed out and passed down and voted on and all of these different things. The process is going to continue whether you are involved in it or not, and it is going to affect you whether you are involved in it or not. So it would behoove you to get involved. If you're going to sit there and complain, oh man, you know, uh, taxes is this and gas is that and inflation is this and this is going on and blah, 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 blah. Um, bulk of these things are happening because of choices that your leadership is making that you refuse to get involved in, but complain about when it starts to affect you. And why not be a part of that decision making process? Why not go and and testify before, at a budget hearing so you know where your money is being spent and where it's being allocated? You know, why not write a letter to your representative? Why not have lunch with your representative? Like these are all things that you can do that don't take much time, that don't take much effort and don't require you to have a, a huge working knowledge of the political system that can help bring about change and allow your voice to be heard and to make an impact on not just yourself, but everyone around you of your community, of your state, of your home, of your livelihood. There's no reason why you shouldn't be involved. There's no reason why you should just sit there and allow things to happen to you. You got to, uh, grab life by the horns <laughs> you gotta just grab the wheel don't let them continue to drive the car <laughs> don't let them continue to lead you off a cliff don't just follow everything blindly question things test the validity of it and make sure that the people you do vote for the people you do put in office you're holding them accountable because 
let's be real politicians will tell you what they need to they'll do what they need to in order to get in the office and then when they get in office there's a number of them who really ain't doing nothing and once they got your vote it's like all right screw you i'm gonna do what i want now and it's very unfortunate um especially when it comes to getting the black vote (laughs) there's a lot of pandering that goes on when it's time to get the black vote there's a lot of people that start pulling hot sauce out their bag and doing a lot of different other things to just be like yeah i'm cool and then get your vote and then screw you over once they get there and y'all know who i'm talking about but (laughs) i say all this to say get involved because The decisions that are being made have a tremendous impact on our lives, our day to day lives. And even if it may not directly impact you, if you look within your circle it's directly impacting somebody that you love, someone that you care about. It may even if you're a man and you're like, oh, I don't get abortions. No way. But whatever. It still matters because this is affecting your 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 sister, your, your auntie, your cousin, your daughter, whoever. Like it's affecting that so don't think that oh it don't got nothing to do with me so i'm not gonna worry about it it has everything to do with you because it has everything to do with the people around you and your family and your circle and the people you love and care about it has everything to do with you so get involved get upset get angry and let's do something about it let's make this happen um the i think the scarier thing right now though is not even that okay Roe versus Wade was overturned. That's scary and it's crazy. But the scarier thing is Clarence Thomas. (laughs) Clarence Thomas, in many people's eyes, public enemy number one, um, is he's on a mission. He is a man on a mission. He has an agenda and he ain't going to stop until everything he want get done. And I don't know who else is backing him, who else is of like mind with him, who else is supporting this man and say, yo, Clarence, keep doing it. Keep going, Clarence. Do it. But Clarence Thomas <laughs> uh, recently said, you know, coming off the heels of Roe versus Wade being overturned, said that we may need to revisit. Um, What did he say? We may need to revisit birth control rights <laughs> and we, we we may need to revisit same sex marriage rights. And I don't know about y'all, but they start undoing that as well. Next thing you know, we about to be segregated again. It's a lot happening. It's, it's a lot going on. But Clarence Thomas is he's got his mind made up and he won't turn back <laughs> because he's going to see these changes someday, man. And he's he's on a mission. And I don't know about y'all. I mean, we all see things differently and that's okay. And I'm open to conversation. Um, DM me. I'd, I'd love to talk. But whether you agree or not, politics isn't. It's not really the place for so much personal opinion versus what's best for the majority and the problem with that for a lot of people is that you know 
especially if you're a religious person, you have a lot of religious convictions and that's what guides you. That's what builds your morals. That's what builds your principles. Like someone like myself, I have a lot of strong religious conviction, but I also understand that religion is not politics. And a lot of times people try and intertwine the two. A lot of times people try and weaponize religion and turn it into politics. And then you start saying, well, the Christians, this and the Muslims, that and the Jews, this and all this other stuff. And then you start to it, it and it turns into this crazy playing field where you start looking at everybody crazy and it's like oh man like it's not it's not what you think it is but regardless of what your convictions are and how you're feeling politics is a whole nother ball game <laughs> and you have to do what's best for the majority even if that means you're nece- you're approving something that isn't necessarily in line with what you agree with and right now, the decisions being made aren't in the best interest of the majority. They're in the best interest of a particular set of people with a particular set of opinions and a particular set of beliefs. But it's not necessarily better for the country. It's not necessarily better for us as a whole. I can understand why certain people come to these things. I can understand why some people may be of the mindset. I'm not a fan of abortion. I'm not a fan of gay marriage. I'm not a fan of birth control rights or whatever it may be. But that doesn't mean become a Clarence Thomas, go on this agenda and like undo years of (laughs) years of progress, years of work, years of blood, sweat and tears for people to gain access to rights that should be basic, should be simple, should be uh, natural (laughs) that we should just have, that the choices we should just have, the autonomy to an extent that we should just have. And um, Clarence Thomas is also a a prime example that not all skin folk is kin folk. (laughs) You feel me? Um, it, It points to a bigger issue that we as a black community have in that we have a lot of people who get into office that look like us, people appointed to positions that look like us, people who hold really high offices that look like us, but aren't like us and don't have our interest in mind, don't necessarily represent us the way that they should and don't necessarily do for us what they should don't have a black agenda don't have anything in place to help us out of our marginalized state to help us be on a better playing field to get better resources better access to education better this better that um there are a lot of people that get in there and they look like us but truthfully they just puppets and clarence thomas in my opinion falls into that and y'all could take that how y'all want to but he not for us and he's not the first person that ain't for us but he is absolutely not for us and we have to i'm not saying that this is something everybody does but i've witnessed it myself (laughs) so i urge people don't ever vote for somebody just because of the color of their skin don't ever do that make sure that this person lines up because at the end of the day they're representing you so make sure that they line up with what you want done what you believe in what you care about what your morals are what your values are make sure that they are representing you they're representing you in office and once they get in there hold them accountable 
Don't just it's like when you have a job. OK, you got hired. Great. But you have performance reviews. <laughs> you feel me? You have meetings. You can you can get in trouble. You can people hold you accountable when you slack in all these different things, get demerits or whatever it may be. It doesn't it's not just a situation. You get the job and OK, now everything's perfect. Now you have to maintain that job. You have to keep it. You know, it's like a car. You buy a brand new car. That's amazing. But now you have to maintain that car. You know, you have a child. It's amazing. It's, it's a blessing. It's a gift from God. But now you have to raise that child. You can't just set it and forget it and hope it all works out fine. And that's what a lot of these politicians that look like us. Unfortunately, some of them end up in that position where they get into office and then it's like, all right. Thank you for the vote. I'm going to do what I want now. So <laughs> at any level, whether it's your state rep, your mayor, your governor, your senator, whoever it may be, uh, the, your alderman, whoever it may be, hold them accountable. And the people in your life that you care about, that you love, that have an impact on your life, hold them accountable. Accountability is an, a necessary evil. A lot of people shy away from it. A lot of people don't want to have that conversation. A lot of people don't want to ruffle feathers, don't want to offend anybody. But please hold these politicians accountable, because if we don't, they will continue to make laws, pass legislation, write bills that will continue to affect you, whether you feel like you're involved in this political process or not, whether you deem yourself a political person or not. So. My heart goes out to all those affected by this ruling. Um, it's, it's, it's a sad day in our country and we can't take this line down. We have to continue to get better, do better, be better and hold our politicians accountable. So with that being said, I love y'all. Um, my heart goes out to y'all, man. And until next time, this is Daily Dimensions. Peace. <laughs>